0: Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr.,
1: Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley.
2: And this is Ray Leonard Jr.
1: Wow, Ray, I am so excited about the show today. I mean, you know, we got a lot of great guests, but, you know, we, we want to uh, uh, let our listeners know that we know Father's Day. I mean, I, I believe every day is Father's Day. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I like
2: that. My, my wife doesn't agree with that, but, uh, you know, I try to make it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I... It, it takes uh, some great fathers out there to uh, teach our youth, and our, our kids, especially our young men, the lessons of life. So that's why I'm so looking forward to uh, this show
2: today. Right, right. And when you when you talk about you know fathers, it, it's it's sometimes it's the father becomes a mentor, a father figure, a coach, or somebody that that helps you and mentored you through life, that makes things uh, you know go the right way. So, um, I mean, I'm just excited because I, I learned a lot from my uh, my father and, and my grandfather and those before me that uh, that gave me some some lessons and some jewels, you know, good and bad to uh, to pass on to my kids.
1: And but you know, it takes uh, uh taking the good with the bad in order to learn because a lot of times if if we don't go out and learn and we fall down, we're not able to get back up. So we have to uh, invite both of those in. But Ray, tell them about some of the the guests that we might have on the show today.
2: Man, so we we have, uh, first guest, we have uh, the son of legendary boxer Joe Frazier. We have smoking Joe Frazier Jr. He's a motivational speaker. Uh, Now he's a sales guy. He's a a business person and one of the most inspirational people that I know. Um, We also have uh, MLB, a star, former star, Tony Tarasco, and then we have two-time World Series champion and baseball legend, uh, Michael Devereaux on here. So we got a power packed group, and, and uh, hopefully we can learn something from each one of them.
1: Yeah, so the title of our show is Lessons from Our Fathers. And, uh, Ray, uh, speaking of that, you know, you, you are a son of a legendary uh, boxer yourself, and so I know that there was a lot of lessons that I would learn from, cigarette letters can can you tell
2: us about some of- man you know what I I've been thinking a lot about this you know lately and I've been having a lot more conversations with my father since we've been in this uh quarantine he he, he starts to uh to faceTime me every single day because he doesn't know what else to do but <laughs> he, he dropped some jewels on me as as we were as we were growing up I mean so my mother was 15 my father was 16 when I was born so uh, they were pretty much kids when when I was born and um you know, one of the things, you know, we talk about this, you know, the Black Lives Matter protest and all the issues that are going on today. But that was one of the things that my father always told me was to respect others, you know, first seek to understand, then to be understood. So try to walk a mile in someone else's shoes before you make a decision or before you try to judge somebody. And, you know, I've been speaking to different groups these last few weeks, and it's it's really starting to hit home. Um, you know, me being able to travel all over the world and meet different people, it. it change my thought process, my background about people, and I, and I honor my father and I give him the, the praise for, for giving me the ability to do that. And so I think traveling to meet people of different countries and backgrounds was one of the biggest life lessons for me because I started to accept everybody for not just uh, who they are, but the character of who they you know wanted to be.
1: You know what, Ray, I tell you, about. we we uh, we learn to respect our, our fathers, our mothers uh, as we get older because... Then we start learning the life lessons that um, that they were trying to teach us, so we would not make the same mistakes. Right. And I I, I believe that 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 is extremely important. uh, That um, as we grow, we learn, and we see, we see exactly what they were talking
2: about. Uh, Right. Right. We were coming up. Yeah. I mean, you you don't you don't know what you don't know. I mean, and so, you know, your first role models are the people that give life to you and that that's around you. So that's who you emulate. And that's who you try to be like until you learn more and have more access or more experience with other people. And, you know, I know it from now myself as being a parent. I know, you know, JC, I mean, that's that's your biggest fear is to not have given your your kid the information that they need to be successful. And
1: you're absolutely right, because uh, we want them to have uh, the foundation, uh, especially when we uh, run across situations like we're in, in, in today's world. If that foundation is not strong, if those lessons are not learned, uh, our kids, we, we as parents are going to worry about them a lot more, and then sometimes they wander off and get in trouble.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know, and sometimes you have to learn lessons the hard way. Because I know one of the biggest lessons that I learned from my father was that no matter how old you get, you're not going to be able to beat me. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided to try him one day, and I got punched in the ribs, and that did not feel good at all. So I, I, I want to ask, I want to bring on Joe. I want to bring on Joe Jr. Our uh, other guest, and see if he ever had that same situation. Joe, welcome to the show.
3: Oh, thanks for having me, Ray. I appreciate you guys, JC. Thanks for having me as well.
1: So happy to have you on here. you know, I, I was reading, uh, your resume here and you know, i tell you, we're, me and you got a lot in, <laughs> and, uh, I am very interested in hearing your stories and some of the lessons that you have learned from your father.
3: Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I got to piggyback off of race said, you know, it's my father taught me as far as his big thing was teach the gym, you know, pre, I would say, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Treat the janitor the same as you would the CEO. And that's really always hit home with me because you got to see everybody as an equal. And um, I think with everything going on right now, I think that's the biggest thing. And he also taught me put God first. And I think we've kind of lost our way a little bit. Um, I know that might not resonate with everybody around, but I'm a big believer in that. Um, and I focus on the youth. Um, I really believe I have a six-year-old right now and um, I try to teach her everything that was taught to me. It's just like, listen, you're not above anybody, nor are you below anybody. Everybody's your equal, and you treat them as such. Um, respect is earned, and it's not given. So just, just, just a little, you test me as I tested my father, as very did his father. <laughs> and um, it only took one good butt with it, one, and I'll never forget that. <laughs> but um, but that's, that's really what it's about. It, it's a really simple simple thing in life. I think we complicate it. Um, but it's just a respect, you know, our differences are what make us, make us great. We're not all the same for a reason, nor should we ever strive to be, but um, that, that was the biggest thing. I've always enjoyed seeing my father. Um, I had to share him as Ray had to share his father, but I saw how he interacted with everyone and he was smoking Joe in the ring, but he was just your average Joe outside the ring. And that's what resonated with, with all his kids. You know, there was 11 of us. So he was a busy man in and out of the rank, as I like to say it. But um, he showed love to all of us, and, um, and we all get along. But, but that, that's the biggest thing. If I want to share with the youth, and, and that's who I really focus on, is changing the narrative of knowing, listen, I, you can see the color, you can see the differences, but know that's what makes you great. And it's what's inside that person's heart. And my dad had the biggest heart, I think, out of anyone uh, somebody would ever meet. And I've never heard one bad story. And I try to carry that legacy in his honor to be that person, and that character that he had as well.
2: Awesome. The times I had to meet your father, I mean, he, he, was, he was always the most genuine person that, you know, you can you can ever meet. Um, but, you no, know, the funny thing is that, you know, we come from boxing families, but both of us uh, end up playing football. Instead, <laughs> you know, um, so, 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 with that being said, you no, know, we both chose different paths. Um, you know, with your daughter, what, what, what are you uh, most concerned about with her? And what do you kind to of give her to follow, be able to follow her own path?
3: Oh, man. Well, I mean, most concern any, any father got for his daughter is uh, <laughs> the boys. I mean, that's going to be my, my biggest concern. I was going to be up front. But, um, but no, I just, I really want her to know that from a young age, um, you have to go for what you want and, and you don't have to live in anyone else's shoes. You know, I'll be honest with you, I struggled with that for a long time, uh, because how do you live up like to Joe Frazier, you know, and, right. and how do you go on to be your own person? And, um, it took me a while of that, but even doing so, you know, you can never connect the dots. As uh, Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only do it looking back. And as I look back at all the struggles I've gone through and, continue to be at work in progress, I want to be able to help her not have to go through that, but also prepare her for what she will go through. Because we can never stop our kids from going through struggles. We can only prepare them and show them how to handle it. You know, so that's, that's my main focus is just really honing in and saying, hey, Sage, this is how you handle this situation. This is what you might come up against. And she's always looking at me. So I always have to be that leader by example, and I can't be slipping.
1: I got a question for both of you guys. Uh, what was it like growing up with a legendary father? Ray,
2: you
3: take
2: yeah, yeah. Time. I guess I guess I'll go first. I mean, but I think Joe already said it. it. It was you know it was tough trying to, to to live up to the expectations that was there because I mean it, it's highly unlikely that any of us would be able to reach that in their sport or, or what they did or their actual. Uh, no gift back to the world but you know we find ways ourselves to be able to contribute and be the champions outside the ring or whatever we're doing No, you know whether it's from fatherhood whether it's an education that's how we're giving back uh, I think that's that's the biggest thing um, you know and it was up and down <laughs> I mean like like any other relationship with uh, but you're just in the spotlight so it's a little bit different
3: wow absolutely absolutely
1: yeah.
2: Your, I mean I'm, Oh, so um yeah, I mean I, I I love having this conversation. We have so much more to say, but I think we're getting pretty close to uh to our commercial break, J C, so we're gonna have to go pay some bills and then we can come back and continue the conversation. Yeah,
1: we're gonna take a station break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna continue our talk with Joe Frazier Junior. It's your life. I'm James Cooney.
2: this is Ray Leonard Junior.
0: and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life.
4: Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
0: It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr.
2: It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, I
1: tell you, man, uh, just great discussions uh, here with uh, uh, smoking Joe Frazier Jr. Joe Frazier. I got the one question I want to ask. What is the biggest misconception of you that people might have?
3: Oh, the biggest misconception. That's good that's a good one. Uh, man, I really had to think about that. <laughs> I would say, you know what? I, I would say the biggest misconception is that um, I'm perfect. You know, and and I say that just to say, you know, you think you're coming from uh, a world. Champion boxer, legendary person, and you think you have everything made. And I think when people hear the struggles that um, I've had to go through and the struggles I still continue to go through, um, it's and it humanizes myself, and it really, it really helps them connect with me. And that's just the truth. And, and I, for a long time, I thought I had to be perfect. And I do believe how you see yourself is how other people will see you. So I do think it was what I was putting out there to the universe. But um, as I start to get real and just really relate to people and they can see that, hey, I have my struggles, um, I have my things I'm dealing with and continue to grow from, I really think it just helped more people connect with me. So I think that was the biggest misconception is that I had no issues. I had no flaws, which is a total misconception.
2: Excellent. That's that's very well put. I I know exactly how you feel. Um, But, you know, when we we talk about charting our own paths and and lessons that we've learned, um, what do you want your personal legacy to be?
3: I want my legacy to be really with, with the youth. I really want to change uh, just the narrative on a lot of things. And I want to be able to be known for that person who helped individuals at a very young age, know, that you're going to have struggles. You're going to have things that you're going through. And it's just a matter of keeping fighting and keep And just letting people know you're a work in progress. Um, I've had to struggle with that. I've always looked at myself, like I'm not where I'm supposed to be and, and this and that, but, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and deal with that fight within. Um, I've never, I didn't box. Like you said, Ray, I played football, but I've always had that fight within that I've had to struggle with. And I feel a lot of youth go through that. So I want to be known when I'm up at here as that person that helps the youth deal with their fight within and be able to, to carry on and get to their greatness.
2: That's that's really it. Yeah, very, very well put, man. And that's that's awesome. So I mean, I thank you for coming on and, and, and being here. And I hope you stay on and, <laughs> stay on and and contribute to the rest of the show. But you know, talking about legacy and legend legends, I want to bring you on our our, our next guest, uh, you know, Mr. Michael Devereaux. You know, Mike's is, is, is a legendary baseball player, two time World Series champion, one with the Dodgers and one with the Atlanta Braves. Uh one of my best friends. And the only brother I know from Casper, Wyoming. So, uh, <laughs> Devo, welcome to the show.
5: Hey, I appreciate it, Ray James. Hey, I'm really, um, really proud of what you guys have got going on here. You know, it's, it's very special, and it is, it's a special, it's a, it's a special topic that, uh, that that you're working with right
2: now. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, you know, talk, talking about you know your career in, in baseball and what you're giving back as, as in coaching right now. Um, how did it start when, when, when you were young? Um, you know, what got you into playing baseball, and, and what lessons did you learn from the sport?
5: Well, I was, I was blessed like a lot of us are. My father was always around, and um, with that said, you know, we we're very family oriented. I was uh, the youngest of four, two other brothers, and an older sister, and we were we played all sports, but we're mainly uh, baseball family because my father managed me from the time I was eight years old until I was 16 years old. So it was all about baseball when it came to the family aspect of it. And, and he was always around and he always uh, preached respect, respect for ourselves, respect for others and respect for the game. And as of now, you know, I have a young son. He just turned nine years old and I coach him and, um, and I, and I preach the same thing, you know, um, and and just to uh, piggyback on, on what all you guys have said, you know, to have respect for for everyone who's out there, and everyone's the same, especially in this day and times. And we understand that there's there's some bad people out there, but we can't look at everybody the same way. Um, but now I've I've been coaching in the minor leagues for the past 10 years, up until last year. Now I'm coaching at the IMG Academy, which is a border school here in in Bo- Bradenton, Florida, where the kids are a little bit younger; they're high schoolers, and uh, just teach them to be strong. You know, be be that positive. Role model, like uh, some of the role models that I've had coming up in the game. Uh, not only my father, but some of the coaches I had. Uh, Tom McCraw was my hitting coach in Baltimore. Um, you had Frank Robinson, who uh, was my manager in Baltimore. You, you learn from these guys, and you learn that the meaning of life, and, and that that sticks with you forever. And you want to you want to pass that along to to your children. You want to pass along to the other people that you coach and you teach and you train. And just the respect of everybody that's there. Wow,
1: you know Mike, have have you used any lessons you learned in your career with your own family?
5: Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, it, it's, to, to me with baseball, I mean, baseball's a tough sport and and it's, its it's about being able to deal with with failure and and to to be more positive in life. And there's, you know everybody's going to fail at some point in time in this matter of how you deal with that and how you handle that. So so I brought that from baseball, I brought it to my family, brought to teaching. Whether you're going to school, which I believe is very, very important. I always push school, push college, push education. But not everything is going to be perfect all the time. So that when those times are down, you have to understand and believe that you can surpass that and be strong enough to beat that and to come out stronger and above everything. So I I really believe that baseball has helped me with that, to know that no matter how bad things get, I can always put myself in position to make it better. And that's what I teach my kids. And they start, hey, yes, it happened. But what did we learn from this? How can we make this better? And whether it's life, all the bad things are going on now, or uh, life in general.
2: Man, so uh, you know, talk talking about being you know the, the best you can be and, and and always striving to be better. Uh, you know, when you left uh, Wyoming, you went to, to to Arizona State to play baseball, and and you you were what roommates with, with one of the uh, other greatest baseball players ever to play ball. So, t- tell me what that was like with uh with Barry Bonds. Yeah,
5: yeah, I believe the best player ever to play the game. Yeah, Barry and I we were roommates on the road when I went to Arizona State. And with that said, we had one of the best, well, the best team on, in the country, even though we didn't win, you know how that
6: goes. <laughs>
5: but, yeah, Barry was, um, he, he was positive. That's why he's so good. Nobody could beat him, you know. And, uh, you know, you see a pitcher on the mound, he's like, I dare you to throw a strike. And that's mm-hmm. the attitude you have to have, not only with baseball, but with life. And, and with Barry, you saw that, you know, everywhere he went. And I know he wasn't he wasn't very well liked. But that's because he was so cocky, which is not a bad thing in my mind at all. I think uh, people were very intimidated by him, and they're afraid to say anything to him. So they looked at him in a, in a bad light. But he was really, really a, a great person, a great friend. Definitely would be in the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, I mean and I think that I mean sometimes when you when you get some people that are so dedicated to their their job and have so much success it it almost becomes like they have tunnel vision in in that one exactly. phase and something else has to be sacrificed. Um but you no know, no talking about that sacrificing. I mean what what do you think is your greatest accomplishment uh on the on the field and also off the field?
3: Well,
5: on the field, I guess it would have to be. I, I think it's what, what baseball's actually taught me. Kind of like what I've what I've said before is, is, is it's, it's changed my life as far as the, the confidence that I that I have. Um, I, I enjoyed my time with Baltimore, which I played seven years there uh, with with Drasko that last year in '96. But um, it it just just taught me to to be responsible for myself. Um, but um, then 95 the World Series, that was, that was incredible. Um, but as far as life now, it's, it's, it's raising my children and raising them the best way that, that I can. I mean, once you have children, that's your main objective in life is to raise them the right way and, and teach them to be strong and be accountable and be healthy, and it's, it's nerve-wracking. I mean, it's, it's the toughest gig there is, and I know you all know that. But uh I mean it's very very rewarding they're gonna make mistakes um they they have to learn from their mistakes but uh but raising these kids, I have daughters too, and it's uh it's it's tough daughters are even tougher, but it's just just <laughs> so worried about them you know there's so much else out there for for our for our, for our young daughters, but as far as, you know our sons, I teach them, hey, you have to take care of your sister when you're when you're at school, When I'm not around, you have to be strong for her. You have to treat it like a family. You guys are always family. You know, family always comes first. And um, it's been a joy.
1: Mike, you have accomplished so much out there, especially in the winning two World Series and uh, just a well-accomplished career. What do you want your personal legacy to be?
5: My personal level? Legacy. Oh, legacy. Oh, well, it's it's tough. I mean, it's, it's to, to, to raise strong children. I mean, to be able to be in a position to uh, be proud of the things that I've done and the things that I've accomplished. Um, I mean, that's that, that phase of, uh, of baseball win the world series. Uh, some of the best times of my life, but now I'm on the phase two and put my, my children in a situation to, uh, to be strong and, and my legacy to be, to, to be the father that made him that way, and
2: have total respect for them. Wow, excellent, that's excellent. That's, that's great. Excellent, hey, and the, and, yeah, uh, guys. You know, I want to want to make sure that uh, you know you guys stay on with us. Uh, no, we got uh, another break coming up, so I uh, want to make sure we continue this conversation. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh, JC, we got to go and uh, pay the bills again
1: we got to pay the bill, so we're going to take a, a station break, but we're going to come back and continue to talk to Ray and our other guests and bring in new
2: guests. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr.
0: James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life.
6: Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too, to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit launchteamconsulting.com. That's launchteamconsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting.
0: It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr.
2: Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr.
0: Oh,
1: Ray, I tell you, man, we got some winners, some serious winners on on the show today. Uh, Mike was uh, telling us about uh, his, his legacy, what he wanted to, his personal legacy to be. And I, we all have that, and Mike, you did a, a tremendous job in doing that. Uh, I know we have to take a station break. I don't know if you would finish, uh, but uh, we're going to give you an opportunity to finish that up uh, right now.
5: So much thanks for today, again, guys. Uh, Dave, you know we've been partners for a long time. Good to be on your show, James. Good to be here. And uh, Like I said, it's a great thing you guys are doing, a positive thing, and just uh, uh, I'm just really happy to be a part of it. And I appreciate that.
2: Man, you know, and you know, and talking about you no know, mentorship and, and about how you affect others, uh, you know, throughout your throughout the, your career and, and our lives, we've gotten to meet a whole bunch of uh, no great people. And uh, no, our next guest is is one of those uh, those young bucks that came up behind you. That you know, I know he learned a lot from you, and you know, uh, but we wanted to welcome uh, Mr. Tony Tarasco to the show. So, Tony, welcome to the show, brother.
7: Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. How is everybody today?
1: Everything is just fine, Tony. Welcome to the show. Might have been a long time since I've seen you back in Temeckler at the gym. I don't know if you remember.
7: <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I do remember. Um, yeah, I've been moving around. You know, you, you got to stay moving target, otherwise it's fine. So I've been keeping it busy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good.
2: So, so Tony, so I mean, so you you and Devo played uh, back together and at, at, uh, you know, crossed a couple times with the you know, Braves and the Orioles, right? Yes.
7: Well, I, I, was only with, I was only with him with the Orioles. He actually was, he went to the Braves the year I got traded to the Expos. Um, let, me, let me start off by saying this first. Um, I'd like to send Devo a really big thank you. First of all, for his friendship and his guidance. Um, Devo has always been a stand-up person. And he's always had a unique experience and he was always a unique individual. And one of the things that I always I always admired to him is he was very comfortable in his own skin. And he, he, I watched him be himself. That helped me be myself. So I always got to thank him for that because, you know, in, a, in the sports world, it's, it's, it's easy to be impressionable. It's easy to be influenced by um, fame. It's easy to be influenced by people in the locker room. And, and Devo was just always really good at being a good teammate. And still being himself without leaving that realm. So thank you, Devo.
5: Hey, I appreciate that, Tony. Man, it was definitely a joy being around you. No doubt about that. I appreciate that.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that, too. So, so Tony, we, we talk, we're talking about, you no know, lessons from our fathers and, and mentors and people around us that, that help guide us and shape us. Uh, I mean, you came up a uh, uh, you know and uh, a little rough too. Um, but you uh, were able to overcome some things and get to the major leagues. Tell me, you know, why not what the guidance was, you know, kind of what your father gave you and, and, uh, know your other mentors, the, you know, how they uh, helped you get to you know the, what your, your level of success?
7: Well, let's, let's start uh, first. Let me get a happy father's day out to all the fathers, to you guys as well too. Cause I know it's coming up and it's a, it's appropriate that we're talking about those gentlemen at the time. Um, on, on the issue of fathers, Ray Jr., when you what you need to do is tell your dad that you beat him every day on PlayStation with Durant, and then you can <laughs> yeah. get him back. Like that. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> tell him that, and that will piss him off more than anything. yeah. I
2: did. I did it on purpose. And then, <laughs> and,
7: and then my dad, my dad had a very famous phrase, just like your pop. You know, like the pop always has that rep, that that matchup with. With his son, and my dad used to raise his fist at me, and he'd make a fist and put it in my face, and say, "Hey, son, I'm old, but I only got one whooping left in me, and I'm saving up for you. So when you better you
1: can come on and bring it." <laughs> <laughs> and
7: oh, that's that. funny how that runs down the line of all fatherhoods, basically. Like you just have that that constant little little battle between you and your son.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You got you um, got to keep it there, man. You got to You got to make sure that they don't jump out on you
7: yeah you know i had a unique experience with my pop um my my situation is you know everybody's situation is individual and unique to itself um you know i'm a mixed child um my father was from sicily um and my mother was from trinidad and i grew up in santa monica california right on the cusp of santa monica and venice and so um although i grew up i i I had some Some mistakes and some a little bit of a rough upbringing. upbringing, But I was never, I was never a a, a watch killer or something. Let's say, let's put it that way. You know, I didn't have that in me in the first place. So as I got older in high school, um, a lot of my friends from my neighborhood pushed me in the right direction. They were actually like, "Go home, get out of here. You got a shot." And that that was fairly simple. My dad was always the leader and my dad was always the leader in the fact that it was the way. Um and I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. My dad taught me don't be the first one at the party and don't be the last one there when the lights come on. Um my dad taught me how to be still. Um my dad taught me how to be proud. Now remember I told you that my dad was Italian, okay? But it was my father who made me aware of the struggles that were headed my way. And I think along the lines of what you guys are talking about today is like, that's one of the hardest things in this struggle right now is you want to prepare your child and depending on the age. So my child's seven. So you want to prepare your child, but you don't want to ruin their innocence in the process. Right. And that's a difficult balancing point, right? Because one of the reasons you don't want to ruin their innocence is because you don't want to ruin their childhood. And, you know, they're going to get woken up to something, but also the other reason why you don't want to ruin their innocence is because something I'm noticing going on, especially with the protests and the movement right now is there's two factors that are really astonishing to me. The first factor is, is how young those kids are out there on that front line fighting for all of our rights right now. And it's also amazing because. The mix. So our generation, our parents' generation, we had to get past color. These kids are tolerant than more tolerant than we would have ever believed we were. These kids are accepting people for who they identify with. Not even what they look like. It's what you think. And they and they're tolerant towards it. So like 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 your host says, like really learning how to listen to the youth, like Joe said, listening to the youth is important because they are leading the way this time and as much as we can help these we can help these these kids get their message out to the world not only that they're doing it without the civil rights movement because the coronavirus a lot of the civil rights people are sidelined because they're they they can not come out the house right now so what you see out there is a youth movement
2: yeah, yeah, and you know, from from, from watching that, uh, the the biggest thing I was doing a, a presentation yesterday to some CEOs, and they were asking me to have a conversation about Black Lives Matter, and you know, they said they like, what is encouraging you about this whole movement? I said the thing that encourages me the most is is just looking out into the crowds and seeing the diversity and the different people that are all fighting for the same thing. So, you know, like you said, I'm I'm, I'm very encouraged by by this young next generation. And and speaking of that, you know, I mean, for your next generation, I mean, what what kind of advice are you are you passing on to to your son? Well, I
7: have two children. I have a 19 year old daughter who grew up as a black Latina in Mexico, and her experience is completely different than mine, but she still experiences it to an extreme. And so, she, and she's 19, so she's graduated, so she has more of a voice, and she's kind of found found her path. Um, Jack, my son, is a little bit tougher because he's at that nice ripe age of seven, and it's just he's inquisitive, and he's listening, and you want to give him the information because you don't want to get him you don't want him to get sideswiped, but it's so difficult on the depth of what you give him. Um, so I try to stay more towards the on um, the positive spin I think um, and I try to stay more and teach him about his greatness and where he comes from um, I try to explain to him because he asked questions you know a seven year old asks you the darn this question
0: <laughs> right, right.
7: <laughs> <And they're blunt. laughs> they have they're no blunt. filter Not, just straight up huh? I'll tell him in a minute. Hey, can you give me a few minutes? I'll come back to you on that one. <laughs> and then I call my mom. What do I do about this one? <laughs> so, I mean, guys, I mean, I think I have a good soul and I think that I had great leadership. I had some great people around me, you know, ha- having a chance to have Otis around me, having influences like you around me, Willie Stargell, you know, Chipper Jones. That's, you know, when you talk to those guys about their legacy, I, I was, I'm confident because I played with Debo. I'm confident because I played with Alomar. I play with justice, you know, and that's my greatness. I'm I'm grateful for that. So, um, you couldn't pour anything more into that cup, but it's still so difficult to give the information to our kids and the depth in which we give it to, because you know, they're going to see it and you don't want them to be not prepared, but you you just don't want to, you don't want to jade them because you don't want to send them into the world or they may misjudge somebody. And that was a really good point you made earlier, Ray, that your dad passed on to you. Walk a mile in their shoe first before you make a judgment on
1: somebody. Right. Wow. Right. You know, that's, uh, that's a lot to take in. Uh, it's been a while since I talked to you. What are some of the things the projects that you're working on right now?
7: Well, I currently work for the San Diego Padres. I, am, I, I help out with the mental skills. I help out with the high performance, and I do the outfield and for and division. And um, I would say, you know, that's on the professional level. On the personal level, I am being a father like Devo. I'm being a father like Ray. That's where I'm trying to put my focus. Um, I already have a job that keeps me away from home for a period of time. So as much time as I can, I, I want to return that to my family and the sacrifices they make for me. So I'm really focused on it. And I really haven't been doing too much about myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, awesome, awesome. We're, we're, we're getting ready to head into our last segment. But I, I got some questions for, for all of our guests. So uh, no, hope you strap your boots on for this last segment. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, to coming back. And, uh, J.C., we got to go pay some bills again, brother. Yeah, this is your life. Um, I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard, Jr.
0: James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. It's your life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr.
2: Mrs. Ray Leonard Jr. So, JJC, yep. we, yeah. So, be, before we before we left and from uh, to to go to commercial for my last segment, I, I said I said I have a, a question, and this this includes for you too. So, um, you know. But for all the guests, I mean, I want to ask this question. So, you know, all of it live such and such fabulous lives. Um, but when that day comes that we go home to meet our maker and uh, you have somebody eulogizing you, what do you want the person eulogizing you to have said? What do you want to have left behind as your memories to everybody?
1: Okay. So uh, most importantly, I want uh, the person to know that I made a difference uh and not only in one's life, but in the world, meaning that um, I try to live by example. I try to teach uh, on what I believe in. And, uh, you know, I just don't want to talk the talk. I have to be able to walk the walk. And that's most important to
2: me is to be able to do those things. Excellent. Excellent. Joe, you still there? I'm here. Oh man, all right, all right. It's, it's up it's up to you right now. It's your turn. What what would you want to say?
3: Oh, how do you follow that? Um, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's everything right there. Um, no, I'd have to piggyback off of that and just, say, you know, it's I was real. Um, I kept it real, shared my heart, shared from the heart. And um, I don't know, that's 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 all I really could say. It's just, you know, again, not being perfect and I'm a work in progress and Hopefully, everybody else accepts that and know that it's okay to to be a work in progress along the way.
2: Excellent, excellent, Diva. What about you, brother?
5: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna that also. I mean, definitely, just like James talking about, that I made a difference in the world, that I was a positive aspect on on people, and uh, that um, I was always true to everybody, true to myself, and true to everybody.
2: All right, Tony. I, I know you're gonna have some uh, a, a long-winded conversation, right? Well,
7: if you guys, if you get on stage and y'all, if you can find the time to stop bagging on me, <laughs> you know how that <laughs> goes. I know y'all be up there. I want y'all to go up there and have a good time. It's, it's gonna be time. jokes for sure. Uh, I know there's gonna be. You have the whole church cracking up. <laughs> They'll be jumping in too. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to walk away with people saying I was authentic. I'd like to walk away. And I hear people say that I was loving and forgiving and I had a lot
2: of compassion. <clears throat> excellent. Excellent. So I, I guess that comes, comes back to me. Um, yeah, I mean, like everybody said the the things that, that we really want to hear, that we were authentic, that we made a difference, that we left the mark. Um, you know, I, I want my wife to say I was the best looking person she's ever seen in her life. You know, <laughs> I want my kids to say that I'm the greatest dad ever. Um, you know, because that's, that's the, that's the, um, the hope and and the praise that, that you leave that with your kids and and everything that they've done, that, uh, you know, what you left behind them, that they were confident enough in their own identity and their own mark that they left on the world, that they were, uh, excited by what you gave them. And, uh, no, and and globally, I mean, I hope to leave my mark on, on the world that, you know, um, you know, people said, you know, when I knew better, I did better and, I tried to not just serve myself, but I tried to serve others. So hopefully that's, that's what we hear. Well, right. we, we probably won't hear any of that. Because we, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but. Hey, you better not let me go.
7: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might want to put that in your will. Don't let Come Tony stage. go first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to
5: follow
1: up with a question for everybody answer as well. Um, You know, um, we all are role models. We all are doing great things out there. What's some of the advice would you give our young men out there today? I mean, a lot of of our kids and a lot of society is caught up in this situation, and they sometimes don't see things that's ever going to change or be positive. What's some of the advice, something that each one of you guys would uh, you offer to our, our young men and our youth in general? We'll start with you first, uh, Joe.
3: Yeah, I would say just, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, just try to find your way, um, find what works for you. Um, the fastest, the fastest time you can do that is right now. Um, so take some time for yourself, sit, meditate. Uh, for me, it's talking to God and asking for the quest, the answers to the questions as far as who am I and, and what do you want me to do? So just try to find that way as fast as you can. So you can take the rest of the course, you know, um, it's all about yourself. That's that's really it. That's what I would say. Find your way.
1: What about you, Tony?
7: <clears throat> well, the first thing I would I want the youngsters to know <clears throat> is, to, is to fail and to fail often, um, and to get past the fear of failing, uh, because the youngsters have not accumulated enough time to to understand that you actually fail more than you succeed (laughs) starting from the time Mm -hmm. that you come out of the womb. Um, and they haven't, they haven't gotten to see that in the long run yet. So you have to remind them of that. Like they, young people tend to think that their failures are more devastating to their life than they really are. Um, and so you got to keep that longevity and the vision for those kids just, and you know, fail, let's find a positive spin on what went
5: wrong and keep moving forward. What about you, D? Well, um, to, to believe in themselves, I mean, have faith, understand who the, their mentors are, and and believe in them. Understand the people that are really under their on their side. I mean, I I was blessed with great mentors, the play, guys I played with, the coaches that coached me, my fathers, and understand that you can respect these people. Listen to everything, listen to everything, but understand what to believe in and have faith, and understand that. Uh, that 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 uh, stay positive.
2: Other things, understand that things are going to, to be good, and you are going to succeed. Man, that's right. that's great, man. Yeah, for me, I mean, all of you guys drop gems. I mean, and and I guess that's that's why I like to call you guys friends because uh, you know you surround yourself with like-minded people that uh, want the best for you and that are positive, and you can learn from. Um, so so I appreciate that. So. But my advice is to, to the young people. Like I mean, Tony said, he's like, don't be afraid of failure. I mean, failure is is like the, the, the big life lesson. It teaches you a, as you go, and it's the most important thing is to not worry about when you fail and but learn from it to not make the same mistake over and over again. And to understand, like I always say, when you know better, you do better, and that you have your own fingerprint. You have your own identity. You were made in your glorious way because you have your own mark to leave in the world. And, you know, that's what excites me. And I I see that we live in a global community now. I mean, people, the kids, my kids can talk to somebody in in China or New Zealand or all over the world, you know, pretty quickly right now. And we didn't have that exposure. And I think the fact that they have that exposure, they're learning in a different way. And, uh, you know, I think if they remain genuine and have self-esteem, have self-confidence, and, and don't fear. Don't fear life, man. Live life to to your very best and, and live it to the fullest and and find all the glory that you can and enjoy every single moment of it.
1: Well, every, last one, every last one of you guys gave uh, superb advice. and You know, one of the things that um, I want our listeners to get from this is that regardless of what situation or circumstances that might be going on right now. As long as you hold your head up, you do the right things, and you continue to strive to be better, be, to be better every day, regardless what the odds are against us, that you're going to make it. Because I believe if, if if you want to, you can't do unless you want to. You have to want to go out and do things, and you have to want to stay away from uh the bu- bad advice and bad folks,
2: and you guys hit it on the nose. Yeah, and, and, the, and the biggest thing is that, you know, I want to wish all the fathers a happy Father's Day, you know, coming up. But, uh, you know, I also want to encourage the, the young folks to, to, to keep the fight going. I mean, you know, we have causes that, that mean something in this world, and I know this is going to make the world better for, for my sons and daughters, and I wish that for everybody. Um, before our guests, you know, we always want to give you opportunity to, you know, to talk about, you know, what you're doing and how people can get in contact with you. So, um, you know, if you want to give out your social media or, or, or a, uh, email address or business contact, or be sure to do that right now. Um, Joe, you want to tell everybody how they can find you and what you're doing?
3: Yeah, you can find me on uh, all the social media handles, Smoke and Joe Junior. Uh, Websites getting revamped up, joefraserjr.com. And I'm just working with the youth, doing speaking engagements. Um, I work a lot with my sister on the Legacy Exist Foundation, which is for the at-risk youth um, in the Bucks County, Pennsylvania area. Uh, We try to give back about, I would say, five to ten scholarships every year. We hold the event in March um, at Penn's Landing. So um, you can also go to the Legacy Exist um, if you'd like to donate to that. I'm open to doing any speaking engagements all across the country, um, any platform. If I can share a message and inspire others, I'm open to doing it. So that's what I got going on.
2: Perfect. Devo?
5: Yeah, uh, my email address is devocorp12 at gmail.com. Like I said, I was working at IMG Academy, which is a boarding school. Everything's pretty much shut down now. So I'm just being a full-time, 100% 100 father, coaching my son's baseball team, which is all good. Definitely enjoying the time at home. Um, and I'll tell you what, uh, Ray, it's always good talking to you. You know, we go way back. And uh, it, it's really cool that you guys put this together. Tony, you know, listening to your voice, man, brings back some great memories, man. We all got to get back together, man. It's a wonderful thing. And so I'm just... Oh, really we cool. will we will. Yeah. We'll get the band back together for sure.
2: Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right, Tony, you want to tell them where they can find you or... Uh,
7: you, I'm a, you can you can find me at the right approach at hotmail.com. Once again, the right approach at hotmail.com. Uh, much like most of the world, um, I'm on shutdown right now, so I have been helping out at the at some, some of the local fields. And some of the kids who are, want some private lessons or want to do some hitting instruction, I also help out a little bit over in the Temecula area at the Great Oak High School. Um, so I'm just really spending time at home and. Um, just bought a new home here in Temecula. So I'm just getting more comfortable with the family that's surrounding me here.
2: Oh, congratulations. Wow. That's awesome guys. And again, you can find me at Ray Leonard uh um, My youth book is coming out pretty soon. So, so look for that. And, uh, and uh, JC and I are, are doing some, uh, some great charitable things in the future too. So JC, I think, you know, I thank all the guests. It's been a great show. Anything you want to say JC, before we roll out of here?
1: Well, I want to personally thank uh, each and every one of our guests, and thanks for taking the time to come on and be an inspiration on our program. And, you know, we gotta have you guys back again. I mean, our, our show uh, is is picking up, and I mean, and our show can be heard every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. in in San Diego to answer, and also in uh, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. in Dallas Fort Worth to answer podcast, nine different podcasts around the uh, United States and around the world. And I tell you, Ray, it's that time again that I don't like. <laughs> uh, it's why. But, uh, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure for each and every last one of you guys. I mean, uh, coming on our show, we, we love it. And we got to have you back again.
2: Yep. Stay blessed, everybody. It's, it's your life. All right. Appreciate it.
0: Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow.
4: available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.